I was looking back on our uh, our episode list of yeah, podcasts. Yeah, how long ago was it? And the last one we did is the is technically now the first podcast. It's technically podcast number one. Is it? Because I deleted, uh, I deleted like thirty five episodes mm-hmm. that we did with Ben. Oh, so by default you're number one. So now no by way. default you're number one. Sick. How long ago was that? That had to have been like that was like three. It was three not, years ago. Like two yeah, and a half years ago. Gotta be. Sheesh. Two and a half years ago in the other room. So what have you been up to, bro? What's been going on? Oh, just filming. Trying to film, stay on top of social media, watching it change and get super saturated. Mm-hmm. Dog shit. <laughs> it's dog shit. Yeah. It's you're, not tic- you're not a TikToker yet? I can't do it. I just won't do it. No. No. It's tough. It's like, take everything excellent you've ever made and like just shove it down people's throats in the most consumable, quick way possible. It seems like it's, like, taking the art away from everything, almost. Yeah. Even when I see, like, something that's incredibly well shot, it's like I'm having a seizure because it's, like, <laughs> like, they have so much going on. I don't it's, know. TikTok has to captivate t- attention spans of, like, Yeah, nothing. you get lost in there, for yeah. sure. I was watching a video earlier today, the one that we did at that little pump concert where we dressed you up like little pump. <laughs> yeah, I love like that yeah. video. That was uh, such that was a tight. sick video. It I was. forgot about it. We that. did really good. The on the sick. the ep, the version of it that I posted on Concrete, the top comment is guys, do you, or it was like do all caps, do you guys know this is Tifu's biological brother? <laughs> <laughs> dude, do we know? <laughs> The internet is so weird now. Yeah, dude, like, I got a bunch of comments on America's Got Talent. Like, that's Tifu's brother. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Yeah, that'll haunt you forever. That's I'm the trampoline so guy. I'm yeah. Tifu's brother, you know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's weird. Like, that's one of the craziest things about, like, meeting people is, like, I like asking them what video they saw or, like, what what they like that I've done if somebody, like, comes up and says they like our stuff. Just the wide range of shit that I've heard is crazy. Really? It's you like, you know, like, I'm people? proud of a lot of stuff. And then yeah. somebody will be like, oh, yeah, the time that you lit your friend on fire and then hit him in the face with a water balloon. I'm like, holy shit. Like, that's what you remember. You know, it's just, it's funny. The backyard at your dad's house is just kind of like a, a cesspool of just wild, crazy shit. Yeah. Always. Yep. I don't think that'll ever stop. Hopefully we'll keep doing stuff there forever. It had to, and it was, it had to have been so crazy too. Like, I, cause there was that one time, that one point, like three years ago 
when uh, like you had the whole trampoline video series just going off, and that was like the most popular thing on the internet. And then yeah. out of nowhere, your brother's social media just started just like creeping up and creeping up and just like skyrocketing Insane. out of nowhere. Insane. Yeah, that trampoline versus was cool because uh, the one thing that I'll always take out of that is that we got number one most subscribed channel for the day. Two days Sick. in a row. When that really? Yeah, above PewDiePie, above every creator on the platform for two days. That was kind of Hell like, yeah. uh, even that wasn't even that long ago, and it was just like, it seems like it was... And now people are ripping it off. Are they? There's another channel that does the exact same thing that I did like three or four years ago on his channel, and he's getting more views than I did when I did it. Fuck. And it's just dedicated to the trampoline shit? He, I mean, he didn't credit me in anything, so... Kind no. of just took the idea and yeah. made it his own. There was a couple channels that actually their channel was made off of the Trampoline Versus series. Really? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Well, imitation is the highest form of flattery, right? Yeah. <laughs> what um, it well, I was what I was gonna say it was like that time when we were doing that. It, it seems like YouTube was a completely different place, like a completely different website back then. You know. It was, and it is. It's yeah, it's insane. Especially I mean, with like all the like now, all it is is just. I feel like it's just people. It's just like all it can be is a certain type of just like bullshit content, and so much of it is curated and censored. Yeah, I used to. Uh, I mean, I used to use YouTube almost every day from 2006 until like you know currently. You know, mm-hmm. I w- uh, before I uploaded anything on YouTube, I was watching stuff on YouTube a lot. You know. And, uh, yeah, it was like you could just type in whatever you want, and, like, it would always feed you something cool, it seemed like. You guys used E-Bombs World when you were? Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I, was all, I was addicted to that oh, when I was, yeah. like, 13 or, like, 12. I don't even know how young the I was. The prank call voices, the yeah, soundboards. Yeah, everything. Oh, yeah, all the soundboards. Oh, oh man. God. That was a wild time. And I, that oh, was a good just, sight. Is this still around? Yeah, oh yeah. Is it? Yeah, Does I it still exist? check up on it. You bombs? Oh yeah, there's oh, definitely fuck, I haven't still searched that site in huh. probably 15 years. Really? I still check up on it every now and then. Oh, fuck. Remember World Star Hip Hop? World Star was oh, just yeah. always dog <laughs> shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when, though, that was like a thing that you wanted. You would want your video to get picked up by World Star. I mean, you oh, still yeah. do. People, a lot of people still use it. It's just, I don't know. They just, I, I can't follow pages that post more than five things a day. Mm-hmm. Or else it's just like, just seems ridiculous. I don't even know how anything works anymore. Like, uh, I miss when YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter all used to be like chronological. You know? Oh yeah. Like, especially yeah, it's Instagram. Not like that anymore. No, it's not. No, it's I just, heard the I Instagram went back to it. it. No, no, I'll still be scrolling through, and I'll get a post from like four days ago. Yeah. Next to a post that was like a couple hours ago. Huh. Yeah. How often are you posting? <clears throat> I try. A couple times a week, no matter what, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what. So I try to. I've been trying to post on Instagram every day. Everybody's making money on short form content right now, like getting yeah. budgets for their reels or getting paid. I don't. I just. It's so hard. I mean, I I try to do it because I see everyone else doing it, and I acknowledge that. Like, if you're not, if you get on your feed on Instagram, you're gonna see 15 videos and maybe like two pictures. You know, mm-hmm. it's all reels. It's just <clears throat> pushing reels to everyone right now. So. When I see that, I'm like, all right, I'll post some reels. But the real bummer is my hard drive with, like, 36 terabytes of footage that has, like, a good couple of years of really good content on it just stopped working. So oh. right when I was about to just crank out a bunch of a bunch of reels, <laughs> that happened. And uh, 
problem with reels is you have to anything that's filmed like high, high quality that's not um you know th- that's uh horizontal you know and not vertical is gonna look like dog shit on a reel like everything yeah. that I've filmed for the last thirteen years I have to crop in that's a super like fish eye. Look, yeah it just looks terrible. So you either have to create new content for reels or you have to make your old content look kind of shitty. And it's just like, I'm just hoping that this is just a phase and that people get really bored of short-form content very quickly. I've been trying to upload on YouTube a bunch, and it's been going well. So Yeah, it's like everybody's scrambling just to adapt to whatever like the new hot thing is. Like, what, like the, if it's Instagram reels or if it's TikToks or you got to be on TikTok. Oh, you got to do YouTube shorts. Like everyone's always, everyone's always telling me. And wherever I go, like what I have to be doing, you it's know, crazy I mean? people that have no talent are becoming super famous too. Super famous. And I think that that's a problem. Really? Know? Yeah. Like, I mean, not no talent. You know, there's some talent. Like, look at the D'Amelios. Like, honestly, like who you, is that? The two TikTok sisters. You don't know who the D'Amelios are? Uh-uh. Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio. They have like awesome. That's your cute. Awesome, you know them. Seven hundred million followers on everything. You know, really? they're, just, they're massive. And I what do they don't do? They do the it. dance. They dance. They dance. They definitely dance. Oh, I know who they are. They yeah. got the, they got offered their own reality show too, oh, right? Yeah, followers one hundred thirty million. Jesus, yeah, it's insane. I uh, I hosted a panel for them at Playlist Live. Yeah. I was the moderator of a panel before they really blew up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like I. It, it, I see the most famous people on platforms like TikTok, and I'm like, this is not my place. Like, yeah. I do not belong here. I make better content than this. If these are the top people on the platform, I don't want to be here. What about the Island Boys? What about them? <laughs> they got fucking so absurdly famous. And- I don't know that they did, though. I feel like a lot of people were really just making fun of them. Yeah. Like, if they show up in, in public, they get booed everywhere they go. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Like, what, <laughs> yeah, you see them show up for that fight. I'm not envious of people like that at all. That's, but they that's could a- slowly turn the tanker, couldn't they? Over a long period of time, they could slowly turn the ship. To where people are kind of laughing with them in a couple of years versus laughing at them. They're just so unlikable. They like are. If you watch them on podcasts. And they're so dumb, too. They right? still get mm-hmm. so offended. Yeah, they just don't have, like, the depth or, like, the, I don't know, just the life experience to have, like, an an understanding of just any a grasp on anything. I don't know. They just... They got, <laughs> you see them on the Jake Paul podcast? Yeah. Or the Logan Paul podcast? Yeah, didn't he try to fight one of the guys? He just got, they just got you super. Think you know I'm thugging, right? <sighs> yeah, I just, I can't get on board with people like that. I just don't, you know, I don't <laughs> hang out with people like that. I can't endorse people like that. You know, I wish everyone the best. I think that that's a very important yeah, part of life, sure. especially the people that, like, treat you the worst. You know, wish everyone well, but, mm-hmm. like, I don't have to condone that or endorse that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, they make they make it make it Florida look bad. <laughs> do you ever like? And they're from Florida too. Do you ever like stress out about like what kind of content you want to make or like what types of videos you want to make next, or do you just kind of just do whatever you want and and just like film it, and if it turns out good, you just decide to post it? It's like yes and no. You know, I I always want to make really good content, but I don't stress it because I feel like we've made so much content over the years, and like we've consistently in my opinion uploaded really good content over the course of like eight years you know like even if we take a long break from doing something like 
you know when like the most comments that I got about the Jig Squad channel being dead was? Hmm. You're like, no when? It was like right before we did Holly Boob. And, like, there's all these people, like, oh, you guys are washed up, you know, like, blah, 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 this and that. And, like, people are going to say everything, you know. And it's hard to not focus on the bad comments, but once you, like, take a break from uploading, like, there's going to be people that are going to talk a lot of shit. And then we, like, do the Hollyboob stunt and prank and pull it off. And it's, like, on every news station and, like, getting millions of views across all these different platforms. And it's just, like... For people that aren't familiar with the Hollyboob, give us, like, a, a quick rundown on what that was about. Oh, uh, we... Pull it Turned, up, Austin. We gave the Hollywood sign a boob job. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That's what I'll say. Everyone in LA's got a boob job. We figured we'd just, you know, help the town out a little bit and turn it into Holly boob. So. They just changed it recently for uh Yeah, Ram's house. It looks like Rams. shit. You, I was going to say, I saw that and I thought of you. I was like, Jack did this way better. Yeah, yeah. Like we their, did it better in like 20 minutes. bad. What yeah. happened? They did what? They changed it to Let's Go Rams. It says Ram's house. A Ram's oh. house. Yeah. But it was like barely even legible. Yeah, this is the raw footage. And you got a? Did you get arrested during this? Yeah, I still have community service because of this. Actually, wow. Yeah, that's my buddy Ricky. He was actually uh, he wasn't even supposed to help with the Hollyboob prank. He was just coming out there to do a Bigfoot stunt with me. Uh huh. Oh, this is the Super Bowl? Oh, shit. Straight to the Super Bowl. Uh, uh, random Super Bowl clip? I have no idea. <laughs> what? It's a mashup. This oh is probably somebody God, else's page dude. that ripped your shit. Oh, no, this is your page? <laughs> is it? Oh, yeah. You just decided to throw in some... I don't remember. I, maybe... It was just... Oh, that was just the intro. I was just talking about uh, what was going on in the future, probably. But this is... Yeah, this is like the raw footage of the Hollyboob sign, but... Yeah, I went to jail for this. What did they charge you with? Just trespassing. Just trespassing. No yeah. vandalism? Huh? No vandalism? No, charge? no, because we didn't That's actually surprising. do anything to the sign. It was didn't, just placed there. We didn't, like, paint on it or anything. True. Yeah, we got that thing up there in a baby stroller. Like, I had to push a baby stroller up a mountain with that giant tarp the size of a body that weighed, like, 100 pounds. <laughs> and that was the only way, because we actually tried this twice. This was the third attempt. We tried it twice in the middle of the night and, they got, and like, almost got <clears> caught. <throat> We were trying to sneak up the mountain, and uh, they were shining lights at us, and they, like, pulled, brought in a helicopter, and oh we all, like, God. scattered like cockroaches. Mm. So you had to do it during the day. Yeah, so we're like, all right. How, we had to rethink it. We're like, all right, we'll do it during the day. Broad daylight. Mm. We're going to start from the top instead of the bottom and just rush it and try to do it quickly. That's Wow. It. Yeah, but on that topic, like, I, I don't worry about making content because I feel like we've made so much content that there's always going to be people that are going to check back because we're always like the best is yet to come. You know, we're always going to keep making videos. Mm. I feel like there's just always going to be people that are going to want to check back on what we're doing, whether it's a week from now, a month from now, a year from now. Like, I think that we've established a pretty core audience in everything that we've done. So, mm. you know, I, I always want to keep content outflow out, but I also have been really wanting to focus on like bigger projects, like maybe doing a stand-up routine or like buying land and opening megalodon ranch and allowing people to come hunt for shark's teeth with us and you know maybe make some documentaries i have a couple crazy ideas for documentaries just like really yeah just like documentaries that you would release on your youtube page no i'd want to um i'd want to like shop them on the platforms like you know maybe get something on netflix or hulu whatever anybody who's interested yeah 
Netflix is so crazy, dude. There's like, there's so many fucking shows on Netflix. It's almost impossible. Like, how could they? There's so many fucking like long form series on Netflix that come out every single day. It's hard to keep up with all of them. They <laughs> want content though, you know, and they're a good place to release content, and they're actually paying pretty well. Like, if you're an influencer that has like a really good docu series or documentary, something like that, they'll actually pay you good money to really release it on their platform because you're going to be bringing your fan base to their platform. Do you know of anybody who's transfer transitioned from YouTube to Netflix as far as like career wise or content wise? Uh, Sam Macaroni, he's the guy that directed Guest House, that movie that I was in. He made oh, yeah. YouTube videos for a really long time, Did and he? now he's full time director. Okay, that's something I've always been interested in too. Is just like getting into like shooting some real content while everybody's out there making fifteen second TikToks. I want to like learn the ropes of the film industry and maybe like shoot some really sick documentaries Hell like yeah. like like deckhands that shit was awesome you know that was yeah. one of my favorite yeah, series that's my favorite <clears> shit ever <throat> and like that's some shit that easily could go on netflix that people would enjoy you know yeah and like i don't know i've been going to mexico for 10 years straight like even talking about turner like i feel like that's a crazy documentary too like yeah i don't think anyone on the platform, on YouTube, in history, has ever gone from 100,000 subscribers to 10 million as quickly as Turner did. I don't think it's ever happened. No, dude. It yeah. can't. That, that was, was so crazy. He yeah. went so nuclear. So fast. Such dude, a short amount insane. of time. Like, world famous, like, <laughs> yeah. in one year. From being a kid that was playing video games, like, in the back room of the house. You know, it's, it just... I know. Didn't even make sense. Like, he didn't, no. even, he didn't care about anything. Like, the crazy thing I always tell people about him is just, like... Like, a lot of people just try to chase all the trends, you know? He, he did the opposite it. of that. Yeah. He did the opposite of that. He yeah. stayed in his room, and he kept playing video games. And then one video game came came about that just happened to be the kerosene to the fucking match. But you just cannot <laughs> deny his fucking skill, too. Oh, he's skill. so insane. So nuts. Like, he just won an Apex Legends uh, I saw that. Rivals tournament. That was yesterday. That's a huge tournament. He doesn't play Apex Legends very often, and like he did, certainly doesn't practice it at a pl- pro level, you know. And he's uh, and there's a the clip tournament. that just went viral of um, yeah, they're doing like the the interview of the finals, mm-hmm. and they're like asking him a question, and he just tornadoed a beer <laughs> on sick. stream, like on the Twitch rivals like <laughs> live stream. That's dude, so sick. Yeah, and he's like talking shit too, like. I don't understand how you can not play the game like on a professional level and not He's uh, his in-game good. IQ. Yeah, he just outsmarts everyone. It doesn't ma- matter how mechanical yeah. you are. He'll like. He's just smarter. Yeah, he'll just do. He's some one shit. step ahead of you. It's not, I think he's more like forty, or <laughs> like 50 10, or sixty yeah. steps ahead. Uh, I've crazy. watched. Uh, you, you have you ever seen the the pops of like his fingers when he's playing? Yeah. Like you, do you remember right games? before he blew up? Like right, right the, before he blew up with him. I made that little video. Yeah, the little documentary. Like the 10 minute documentary. Yeah, it got millions of views. Now it has like 5 million views. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. that was like right, that was like the day I uploaded that was like the day he officially joined FaZe. Yeah. And because yeah. I remember he's like, oh, I got to change the intro. I can't just say Tifu. I got to say FaZe Tifu. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was kind of, kind of weird. But then um, right after that, I mean, we are filming, I remember filming him on his keyboard and his mouse, and he had his keyboard, instead of normal, he had it vertical. Yep. Like he had his keyboard yeah. turned like that. Yep. And he's like like this. Yep. So he, I don't know what that was. Like, is that just, more room for the mouse or what? It's just better <laughs> for his arm to, like, rest. It's just more natural than, like, being over here, I suppose. I don't know. He, 
he like he was a real trailblazer for for gamers as a whole. He was trying shit that nobody's ever tried before. Like you mm-hmm. know how you can bind your keys. You know, like when you play a game, like W E S D whatever. Like yeah, yeah, those are the keys that run forward and side to side and back and forth. Um, he would completely start from scratch and just like go through all these steps in his head to try to figure out what binds would just be the most efficient possible. And it's not like it's something that you, it's like playing styles, you know, it's like whatever you do the most, you need to be the easiest to access, but then Mm -hmm. you need to like balance everything out as well. Like I couldn't possibly go that into depth about it, but that alone, like that takes a lot to set up all your keys and all your guns and all your commands. Like, Scratch. Of- he's like, he's like, yeah, I just changed my binds. It's going to take me like three to four weeks to get used to him. And like, he'll just train and like reset his brain to understand his keyboard differently and just next fucking level. destroy everyone, you know? Insane. The yeah. amount of focus that goes into that. It's the also amount of, like, like intuitive like, too. Like he just does it. He doesn't even have to think about it. Right. You know? yeah. But he, like he does it so much and mm-hmm. he like, he focuses so for such a long period of time on that shit. It's like, it's just, I admire just that level of focus on one thing, you know? I mean, he's, I can, will never be able to wrap my head around the fact that he is, he won more tournaments than anyone has ever won by far, by like a long shot in Fortnite. And Fortnite is the most popular game that's ever been created in mankind. Like, there's never been anything more popular than that. And to be the best at the most popular game that's ever been yeah. made, like that's shit. That does still will never make sense to me. Yeah. Didn't um, Ninja move to Florida? Is that Probably. True? I heard Probably that he did. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because Jessica posted that posted oh. that she was in Florida too. Everybody loves Florida. Everyone's yes. moving to Everybody's Florida. Everybody's moving to Florida. Dude. Yeah, Nick Merckx already lived here. I think Tim the Tatman lives like moved here. <clears throat> and, like, it wouldn't surprise me if Ninja did too. But, you know, Turner reps Florida pretty hard, so I, f- I feel like Tyler's probably been kind of quiet about it. Yeah, yeah. He also, you know, he got abused. Like, you don't want to... Oh, man, he went through some <laughs> shit, too. You Who know? did? Ninja, like, uh-huh. he was top dog, and Turner, like, oh, completely yeah. dethroned him, mm-hmm. like, to where it wasn't even... Uh, <laughs> have you guys seen the KSI Tifu vs. Ninja video? No. Oh, my God. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, you should throw that on real quick. <laughs> KSI Ninja vs. Tifu. Yeah, you guys know who KSI is? Yeah, I know who yeah. he is. He's one of the biggest YouTubers yeah. on yeah. the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he did a uh, a little commentary. It, it needs volume, though. Oh, I think I have seen this a long time ago. And how many views does this have? Seven million. Yeah, then Turner reacted to it and it got another, like, yeah, 14 million on Turner's channel. Oh, my God. On the reaction. This is literally a video of, like, KSI kind of just shitting on Ninja, but, like, without having to because Turner, like, I don't know. You got to watch at least the first first minute or two of this. Dude, snapping. <laughs> you don't hear much about Fortnite these days. It's because nobody plays it. No? No. What does everybody play now? 
I have no idea. I don't play anything. No. No. Do you think there's going to be like a next big Fortnite? I th- yeah, hundred percent, definitely. Got to be something. Yeah, right? it's going to be something. It's going to be something that's VR based. I bet though. VR. Yeah, it's going to be a huge like a VR game that like everyone's addicted to. I remember this clip right here. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's fucking spamming him with the rocket launcher. Yeah. This is the first time they ever matched up. Yep. <clears throat> oh yeah, he gets that. He gets up. <sighs> this fucking game, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's Tifu. He killed me. <laughs> No, what's really funny is, like, there's actually a clip in here where Turner... Uh, skip forward a couple minutes. It's when Turner's dressed as a chicken. Yeah, yeah, right here. Yeah, somewhere right in there. <coughs> yeah, check this out. This shit is hilarious. Is that a hacker? He just doesn't even, he doesn't even react. Oh, yeah, he took out his whole squad. <laughs> yeah, he killed Watch this, though. <laughs> so, yeah, Turner took out two of Ninja's boys already. Ninja calls him a hacker, but this is so funny. He oh, like, yeah, he says he's hacking. Aimbot. Yeah, but they're both live streaming, too. So like, <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. He's like, I'm reporting you, bro. I'm reporting you. Oh, does he really say that? Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> so are all their people that are like in their live chat are they like jumping back and forth saying, Oh my god, it's Tifu, it's Tifu. Yeah, so Ninja was just like focused on the fight, so he wasn't paying attention. Okay, and people yeah. people mess with Ninja all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> Cause Turner had already killed him a couple times. <laughs> oh, oh, we got oh, the ad. oh, that was a crazy ad place. Gobble, right gobble, gobble, gobble. He's flying like, through the he's air sure, yeah. on fucking balloons. Oh, so Turner died there, but. Oh, so Turner died. He didn't actually yeah. kill him. But Ninja was like, all right, bro, I'll be sure to go to the theater and report your ass. Literally didn't miss a shot the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Calling him a hacker. And he sees the chat and everyone's like, that's Tifu. So sick. It's yeah. so funny, too, how he like he somehow somehow does those crazy, like, trick maneuvers. Yeah, he tried kills. to trick shot him. He knew he was going to die, but he figured if he could get, like, the, you know, the, the kill on that, yeah. it'd be, like, a good clip. Turn but it's plays crazy. for entertainment, you know? Yeah, he wasn't yeah. playing to, like, right. no, that he was, was that actively like trying a, to yeah. kill yeah. somebody. But he does it. He like doesn't even react. When most kids would be like, "Oh my god," yeah. he just like he's just like stone faced after he does it. Yeah, and then Ninja realizes that yeah. he just called him a hacker when really he's uh-huh. just like, 
I don't know. Turner's so much better than Ninja that, like, to Ninja, he's cheating. Yeah. Because it doesn't seem possible. Do they even play the same game anymore? Like, what is the game they play now? So they've known each other for years before Fortnite. They used to play PUBG against each Mm -hmm. other. Yeah. And um, I don't really know what Ninja's doing now. I know he still live streams. He's probably just playing games just for fun. Because Tim the Tatman and him are really good friends. Like, he helped him blow up. So I'm sure they're live streaming together still. I still see him live every now and then. But with, uh, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed watching Fortnite. I think it was one of the most enjoyable games to yeah, watch as a definitely. viewer that was, like, ever created. I think some of the end games in Fortnite were some of the most exciting things to watch, like the tournaments that they would have. Oh, yeah, Seeing so high pro-level players stacked on top of each other, like, going to the end zones. Like, strategies for that was so nuts, and it was so cool to watch, <laughs> like, all the comms between, mm-hmm. between teams and everything. And, uh... Now it's just too saturated. They added yeah. too much bullshit. Like, yeah, I think if there was like a Fortnite 3.0, that was like, I don't. It would have to be something like revolutionary to gaming. You know, like maybe a VR version of Fortnite or something like that. Because I just think the building aspect was really cool until that was the, most unique the pros came, like mastered the mechanics. And mm-hmm. then like me as an average player that's just trying to relax and have fun. Like mm-hmm. I'm watching somebody who's insane at building. Like. I'm probably going to get smoked, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. The gaming world's crazy. I'm definitely waiting for the next big thing. I, I, I'm very interested to see when a massive game is going to be, be released and tied to, like, a cryptocurrency because I think that that's in the future for gaming, Well, there's, too, there like are a ton gaming. of those play-to-earn games. Yeah, there's a ton, yeah. But, like, one that, like, Microsoft or, like, Ubi, Ubisoft or someone like mm-hmm. that releases, mm-hmm. like, a ma- you know... Fortnite attached to, like, like that's a play-to-earn game. The new GTA. Yeah, yeah, something like that, you know? Because, uh, I don't know, I think everything's going digital. Do you you fuck around with VR at all, Oculus at all, or? A little bit. I've done it a little bit, but it doesn't really interest me that much. Yeah. I'm more interested in trying to, like, create really good content. I, I, I do watch a lot of movies. Watch there's, some TV shows, too. I'm a fan of, like, consuming high-quality, you know, like, movies. I'll go in the top 100 movies, like, highest. Like, classic movies? Uh, I mean, just anything I feel like that's highly recommended. You know, something, like, I, I have a lot of conversations with my friends about it. I mean, um, I recently watched um, Green Book. You guys seen that one? Oh, yeah, that's about a the piano fucking player. great movie, Yeah, that was dude. one of the best That's ones one of my I've, favorite movies yeah, I've ever was, seen. that was a really good movie. I enjoyed that. Uh, Hector and the Search for Happiness. Have you seen that one? No. Super fire movie. Awesome. Really? Have you guys seen uh, Shaun of the Dead? No. I've seen that. you seen that? Yeah, it's, it's like, old, right? It's like Dawn of the Dead, but yeah, it's like yeah, a yeah. comedy. It's like oh, the first yeah. comedy zombie movie ever. Yeah, right? really. oh, oh, no, I have seen that. Yeah, like throwing records at the zombie. yeah. Uh yeah, it's that guy. It's the uh, the blonde dude from that. Or like Hot Fuzz. Have you seen Hot Fuzz? Mm-mm. No. Yeah, I don't know. I I worked at the flea market for like four years, it's and right. I would buy DVDs all the time. That's like one of the things I'd find somebody that's selling like four for a dollar, and I'd get a bunch of really sick movies. Mm-hmm. So, I have a ton of movies at my house, and uh, I don't know. I always wanted to be in movies and make movies, and that's something that's always excited me. So I feel like. I'm just going to keep learning. and I've been watching movies from kind of from the standpoint of, like, how they're shot, how they're filmed, looking at the different lighting and whatnot. And I don't know, Plus getting to be on set for Guest House. I, I watch them making a movie in front of me. I'm like, this is something I could mm-hmm. feel like I could do. Get the right cameramen, get the right directors, the right lighting, the right mics. Like, it's not that hard, you know. 
It's just so much work. It is a lot of work. And there's so many people. That's why you so can... many fucking... There's just so much... It's, it's like... I always think it's like a construction site. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever worked construction? Mm-mm. Have you ever been on a construction site? It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. You got this fucking crew of electri- electricians that come in an electrical truck that are in charge of all the wires and all the electric and all that mm-hmm. shit. You have another crew of people who are in charge of setting up the lights. Another giant crew of people who have the props. You have the fucking the DP, the directors, the assistant director. Like it's just like, I don't know. Doesn't have to be that complicated <clears throat> though. No, like it the doesn't. guy that I was Sam Macaroni, the guy that was a YouTuber turned you know director. He does excellent work. And he has a really solid team and a really solid crew. I mean, oh, yeah, there's a lot of moving parts, like, to edit the whole thing. And, you know, you got to shoot everything in, like, fucking 6K now. I don't even know mm-hmm. what's going on. I don't even know who who has a 6K monitor to watch 6K on, you know. That's what's crazy, too, is, like, nobody has 4K, like, anything. Nobody consumes, like, this isn't fucking 4K. You can't fit 4,000 pixels on this right. tiny screen, you know. Like, I don't know. It's it's so hard to to like shoot like that when I feel like nobody is consuming content on anything but their phones, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a fan of sitting on my couch and putting something on my TV that I can sit down and like enjoy, you know. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are still. Yeah, I think so too. That's why I think TikTok's bullshit. Yeah, I think like the that's what's like. Swing. It's like a whole narrative though. It's crazy. I don't. I don't know. The world's gone mad. Do you? What do you think? <laughs> Our go- lifetimes are going to be nuts. It's insane. What do you think the future of like YouTube is in general? Like, how much long do you think YouTube has a shelf life? Do you think there's, there's uh, going to be a changing of the guard when it comes to YouTube? Is there going to be another big platform that takes over? I hope so. <laughs> uh, YouTube is sh- it's dog shit now. I mean, I love making content for people, but I don't like. The restrictions that YouTube has, you know, I, I I feel like it's like a freedom of speech thing, you know, like I think one of the worst thing that's ever happened in the history of social media is deplatforming Trump, you know, Mm. like he has his own website now, though. Yeah, I just think that like to take someone's voice away, like he was still president when they took when Twitter Mm deplatformed, you know, like that's like scary censorship that's censorship that i think should not exist anywhere you know because like whatever your stances are of him he should be able to say what he wants to the people that care enough to follow him you know like Mm -hmm. because like everyone can choose what they want to read what they want to watch what they want to listen to you know we for a very long time everyone was kind of trapped in a box of content consumption like you could only watch what was on tv or what movies were out and, like, as soon as the internet came out, it, like, gave people the ability to search for whatever they were interested in, you know, whatever they wanted to learn about. And that's why I'm such a huge fan of it. But, like, when you start taking people's voices away and start, like, telling people what they can and they can't upload, it's, like, it's like the freedom aspect of it goes away. So uh, I've heard a lot about Rumble. You guys know what Rumble is? Yeah, I think they're based in, in like, Sarasota or yeah, yeah. right down yep. south on the West Coast. Yep. And uh, they're not censoring people and they're letting people upload the content that they want and yeah well there's always going to be that's capitalism right when you see uh when you see the wounded the wounded lion there's always going to be someone else that's coming up to take over take a spot yeah you know no matter what you you know you can say whatever you want there's always going to be someone that's going to want to go on to fill that void just blows my mind like looking at 
thinking back on, I don't know, we've been grinding YouTube forever. I'm just kind of looking for the next thing, you know. I really still enjoy filming commentary, and uh, I enjoy uploading videos as they come. Like if I go on trips, we go snowboard and surf and do a bunch of awesome stuff. But uh, like public pranks, we haven't done anything like that in years. Yeah, you know, we kind of stepped away from all that. I mean, we did like the shark prank. We did like Holly Boob and like the shark prank. Was I want to so do like sick. super high quality pranks. Like yeah, one of the ideas we have is uh, we're gonna take that fake shark fin and like hook it up to Merrick on the beach, who's like got a fish on mm -hmm. and have him hook up to a big shark but uh we wanted to put him in one of those little orange inflatable boats and like have him be like oh it's it's pulling all my line out and he'll get in the boat and start like reeling in and then have the fin come out of the water and just drag merrick like a hundred <laughs> yards down the beach by like a giant fin in a little orange boat that is so hilarious. we have a couple ideas for pranks that i think are just going to be absolutely magical and like just classic like everyone would love to see something like that but, uh, that would be so cool if you could, like, evolve the pranks and just keep them rolling and just evolve them into something just, like, cinema-quality pranks, you know? Oh, we have so, such good ideas. We've been working for so long to try to get the news to put fake Bigfoot footage out. It's been going on for, like, a year. And, like, <laughs> we've been, like, sending in Bigfoot sightings from, like, all across South Florida. And uh, we've actually had a couple of news stations respond, but they're like, oh, well, Footage isn't good enough. If you actually catch something on video, blah, 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 send it in next time. So. You're the fucking news. Come on. We're still working on it. I think it's going to work. But, like, I want to prank the whole United States. I would like to get Bigfoot <laughs> on every, on a news station in every state. And then you could say that you pranked the whole country. I think China's doing a good job of pranking us already. Oh. <laughs> China. China. What do you think about World War Three? I think it's, that it's the starting people that right are in now. charge are all... Fucking World toddlers. War Three. As we do this podcast right now, World War Three is literally beginning. <clears throat> oh, that would suck. I hope not. Nobody's down for that though. Like the average person does not want like war to go to war. No. Like it was. It wasn't as hard to draft people back like a hundred years ago because because they like, arrested them if you didn't go. Yeah, that too. But like also, the internet wasn't around. You know, yeah. there was mm -hmm. people weren't. Making all sorts of money. There's, there's so much yeah. information out there, yeah. and there's so much that people have learned and can learn. And like, I feel like war is just like it seems so. They can't. Stupid it's like they so foolish. All like, the all the stupid no one wants stuff. to go shoot people. Like, right. I'm sure there's some psychos out there. Like, you know, people don't want that. Like, for for anyone. And uh, I don't know. War has always been a game about money, <clears throat> and it's crazy that the richest people that exist are so okay with just like such horrible things happening like billionaires have like the ability to really change the world in some awesome ways they just don't you know mm -hmm. and uh, i don't understand that i never will and i never understand like why people listen to these people like i don't know especially with everything that's going on with covid like people are so quick to just like comply and to just do what the government says like I don't trust anything the government tells me. I think that's yeah. very important to, like, question authority, you know? Yeah. I've seen what the Florida government has done for the water quality, and they, I, I can't trust them with how irresponsible they've been with just the quality of our oceans and of our waterways. Like, they're so incompetent, <laughs> and they're so unwilling to fix such serious problems just because 
some billion dollar industry makes a billion dollars here. Like, what was it? The sugar industry in Florida that was contributing to all the uh, that phosphate mining is the worst. Phosphate, phosphate mining yeah. is the worst thing that is played. And they in funded a lot of Rick Scott's. Uh, oh yeah, campaign, of right? course they did. Yeah, and like some of the biggest marine labs for water quality and research in Florida are funded by Mosaic, which is the multi-billion-dollar phosphate company. And it's just like, as long as that keeps happening, I'm not trusting a word that our government says at all. Like, if mm-hmm. they they need to give the people a reason to trust them, you know, I shouldn't have to be persuaded into trusting you. I should see what you're doing. And want to trust you based on the actions that are taken by, by you, by the government. You know yeah. they need to do things that people see impacting their communities in a positive way. And like all I've seen is dead dolphins and manatees and sea turtles. So like they yeah. cannot blame me for not wanting to trust them when they have been extremely irresponsible. And like that's just like that's just Florida government. You know, mm-hmm. like in. You know, the president knew about what was happening here. You know, he, he President Trump signed that, um, I think it was like a billion-dollar bill for a reservoir to be built south of Lake Okeechobee to contain the toxic water. Like, Can you pull up Google Earth for me real quick? You guys want to see something crazy? What yeah, color is yeah. Florida? What color is Yeah, it? from space. Green? Yeah. It was. It's not green anymore? South Florida's not looking too green anymore. Really? Yeah, you want to see South it? Florida's mostly... South of Lake Okeechobee, the Everglades. Swamp and mangroves, right? It used to be. <clears throat> Let's Did see it. Know? Yeah, go down a little bit. Look at past Lake Okeechobee. Oh, yeah, the tip is browning a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you see that? And what is this from? It's because the historic water flow of Florida goes from north to south. They built a reservoir around the south end of Lake Okeechobee to where water cannot flow from Lake Okeechobee into the Everglades anymore. They're sending it east and west. Right, right. So the Everglades are drying out because of the restricted water flow. So, like, zoom in to the, yeah, like, Big Cypress National Preserve. Zoom in a little bit more. Like, it's not looking good. No. No, No, it looks a little dry for sure. Yeah, for sure. Have you ever gone down there? Like, look at all that. That looks like shit up there. Yeah, and look at all the agriculture. That's why it's because they don't want it. they don't want those that small city there to flood. People shouldn't live there, for one. And water should be flowing from Lake Okeechobee down all the way down there, all the way through right South Florida. But it's not, and it hasn't been for. And what is the reason that they created those uh, to prevent flooding? Because people are stupid, and when houses flood, we build big walls and we send water elsewhere. Doesn't make any fucking sense. To prevent flooding where, though? From a small town south of Lake Okeechobee. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And, like, you see all that agriculture? Like, all those farms? uh, That's, like, mostly sugar. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, those shouldn't be there either. And water used to flow. Yeah, streams used to flow. Like, when it would rain too much, you know, water would overflow south. And I guess there was, like, a really big hurricane, and it just flooded too much or something. I don't know, but... Yeah, That's we're restricting that we're restricting the historic water flow in Florida. It's another huge problem, and that's because our government's incompetent. And like, and have you ever have you ever seen um have you ever seen uh, Carlton Ward's page on Instagram? Mm-mm, he sure. is like the most legendary Florida photographer, wildlife photographer. You got to pull it up. Look up Carlton Ward's Instagram page. 
he uh he's like a super big act really big activist for like preserving um like all the all the wildlife and like the uh undeveloped land in Florida and uh I think he just got something passed or some big bill or law that was just passed where we had to keep a certain percentage of Florida undeveloped and like and uh natural I forget what it was Good. called go to his Instagram yeah, but you want to see his Instagram. There's there it is. Second it's the link. second link down. There we go. This guy is a Florida legend. He has he takes some of the fucking sickest. All his photography is Florida. He's got he's got like these super high quality cameras all throughout the Everglades, throughout all the undeveloped land in Florida. Oh, he's got like badass trail cams and they're motion cameras, right? Nice. So they take like super like go down to that one of that panther. Down there, yeah, right there. Sick. Oh fuck! Oh. Log in. <laughs> so like, he gets these things of all these crazy animals, like in the middle of the night, just going through his trail cams, and so yeah, much. Yeah, everybody stuff. who's lived here long enough, it's like my, my biggest thing is if people don't know, they can't care. So like, educating people on mm-hmm. what's going on is with our water quality is very important. Something that I try to talk about frequently through like my YouTube videos, but mm-hmm. every time I post videos about it, it seems like they're suppressed and they don't get recommended. And I don't know, whatever. That's that's another conspiracy yeah. for another day. That's another thing I noticed with uh, with YouTube with this podcast is that the um, the amount of people that watch it on YouTube fluctuates so much, but on Spotify, it's always consistent. Hmm. It's always like a consistent amount. Like the same people that want, that are subscribed to it, they always listen to it. Mm-hmm. But on YouTube, it's the complete opposite. But yeah, Carlton Ward's super, super big into this. He's a super big activist for for Florida wildlife. And you guys uh, look. At, you guys know about like Randall Carlson. Yeah, he's been. He was on this podcast like a month, like a month ago. You guys had him in here. Yeah, he was sitting right where you are a month ago. Really? Yeah. No way. That guy's a legend. You didn't see it? No, YouTube suppressed it. I did not. Catch YouTube that suppressed one. it. It's because he's a uh, concrete Randall Carlson. No way you got this. It's because he's a Freemason. They suppressed it. I love this guy, dude. Randall rules, dude. Dude, did he blow your guys' mind about all the cataclysmic events? Oh yeah, and everything. Look, in the there history. he is. Oh right where my saying. gosh, what? I'm sitting in Randall's chair. Randall is a fucking He's legend. He's a goat. I would love to just like go on a trip with him to just like some crazy ex He's doing some stuff in He's Tennessee. He's always doing stuff. He's doing some tours in Tennessee really? right now uh, where he's touring some, what? Portugal. And Portugal. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's going to. Um, Why humans need to leave Earth soon? What was his, uh, what was the consensus here? He thinks that we're fucked? I mean, does the was headline he talking, have to have was anything to do with... Was he talking about the, the, uh, the clock? <laughs> was he talking about, like, the clock of where the cataclysmic events, like, spike? Like, they're way more likely to happen in a short window of time? Yeah, he's basically saying that um, every, uh, every, I think it was 400 to... No, every 600,000 years... There is an extinction level event from either volcanoes or asteroids. No, he's saying every like thirteen thousand years. Or no, something. that's the Younger Dryas. Every I think it's I think it's six hundred. I want to say it's six hundred thousand years. There is either a super volcano mm-hmm. like the one that's underneath Yellowstone, yep. or um, an, an insane asteroid, a, a group of asteroids that take take out and and, and what he thinks that's happening events. soon. Well, we are in like. We are in like 
a, a 100 year window right now of the exact anniversary of the last time Earth was wiped out by a super volcano. Wow. So volcanoes are one thing. And um, we're having some crazy and the ast- yeah, volcano the and volcanic activity lately. And the asteroids is like, I don't know, I think you, they cycled every 13, 12 to 13,000 years or something like that. Hmm. But yeah, dude, that was a that was a mind bending podcast. He him. is in he's he does his research. He's really smart. I've listened to hours and hours and hours of that guy talk. I'm definitely gonna watch his podcast. That it's a good review. one. I bet everything he says is just. So we talked about takes we, you on a deep journey into the history of mankind. You know, like he believes that humans have existed for long, long before what the history books say. You know, mm-hmm. super interesting guy. We talked about Atlantis, this lost city of mm-hmm. Atlantis, and where he thinks it is. Yep. And he's going up there to uh, to do some filming and to go in a submarine around uh, the Azores. To try to find Atlantis. And you know where the Azores is? Like the nope. Azores Plateau. It's no like if, if you go up to Spain and you go directly out into the middle of the Atlantic. It's like halfway. It's like a little, almost halfway between uh, Greenland and Spain. And uh, that's where he thinks Atlantis is. And he's going to go into a submarine and explore... Under, that, that's where the Azores is. That's huh. where he thinks the lost city of Atlantis was. That looks like somewhere that Atlantis would be. Um, so there's some there's some submerged volcanoes and mountains right there. Interesting. And there's some crazy looking shit. Pull up some photos of the Azores on like Google Photo or whatever. This would be an epic trip for the Jug Squad. Where I think the there's Azores? surf there too. There's, is there's, that where they filmed the beach? There's good surf there. It does look like the beach, right? Get rid of island maybe. Oh, man. Yeah, it's just Azores, yeah. Yeah, there's some in, insane shit in the Azores. That'd be so cool. I hope he discovers something that's, yeah. like, groundbreaking. That'd be so sick. It's, his, it's been, like, his life's work, you know? Yeah. there's rare. It's rare you find somebody who's dedicated that much of their life to one specific thing, geology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been on and, and Rogan's podcast three times, too, I'm pretty sure. I think it's like seven times. Is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. But he's like so into geography and cosmology. Like yeah. somebody who knows so much about the history of the earth and rocks and mm-hmm. then so much about the fucking stars and the planets. And He's got it all on paper too. He's when he takes He compiles like so many other people's research. You know, he yeah. takes everything and like collects all their thoughts and mm-hmm. all their facts and everything that they've learned. And yeah, he paints some really <coughs> cool pictures. You guys watch the uh, YouTube channel After School? Mm-mm. Spelled with a K. It's one of the, my favorite channels that exists on YouTube. And it's just a guy who's really good at drawing. Uh-huh. And um, he takes philosophers and politicians and d- comedians and influencers and uh, takes, like, passages of things that they've said, mostly philosophers, and he draws pictures to what they're saying. Yeah, if you click on any one of his videos. Yeah, like, the last video he made was eight days ago, Terrence McKenna. I try to watch... So sick. You know, I made, like, a daily goal to watch one of this guy's videos a day because he just takes so many different wise people's words and... uh, Makes really cool videos. Okay, he does these super fast animated videos. Yep. Yeah, he's a really awesome channel, though, because, I mean, I feel like everything is very, like, inspired, like, enlightened. Yeah. Also, can you turn the air on? So, yeah, 10 out of 10 recommend this channel. If you haven't Terrence checked it McKenna, out, go home crazy and check out his large library of videos and yeah. find something you like and check it out. 
you guys are familiar with like the Fibonacci sequence then like cuz um Randall Carlson is a big I mean he works with Graham, Graham Hancock pretty closely and uh Graham Hancock released the book uh Fingerprints of the Gods. Mm-hmm. You guys looked into that stuff? Yeah, I read Fingerprints of the Gods. Yeah. Yeah, Fibonacci's crazy. Just like, explain it to people. Um, it's just a series of numbers, just like one plus two is three, two plus three is five, so on and so forth. And then if you take like a one by one box and you put it next to a one by two box and you put it next to a two by three box, yeah, it creates the perfect spiral that's been seen throughout all of nature, waves, shells, your eye, you know, it's just, it's, uh, it's undeniable throughout the entire universe. And if you like count the, count the amount of spirals on a pine cone or on a flower or on a tree they'll like pretty much always add up to one of the fibonacci sequences uh-huh. like uh there's this other youtube channel of this girl and she takes all kinds of fruits and vegetables and plants and flowers and pine cones and she draws on all of the spirals and counts all of them and they just always add up to be a fibonacci number really yeah. and what does he equate that to like what does he equate that to like they just call it like the they call it like the fingerprint of the gods it's just something that can't be explained yet it's everywhere you know mm-hmm. is it at all tied into the anunnaki i don't know what that is <laughs> <laughs> dude randall's a wild fucking guy randall is a beast <clears throat> He knows some fucking, like, some of the shit that he told me, like, about the moon and, like, Hmm. about how the moon could possibly be hollow. Have you ever heard the story about how they ran a satellite in the moon? Oh, yeah, and it, like, like, reverberated for, like, 60 hours or something crazy? Yes, I did hear about that. Yeah, it rung like a bell. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they say. I forgot about that. There's so much crazy shit. And he was saying, you know, one of the things I asked him about when he was on here, I was like, I was like, so if you were in charge of like our species on earth, mm-hmm. I'm like, what? And you knowing everything that you know, because no one can possibly know what you know, Randall, what would you do right now? Like, what, what should we be doing right now? And he's like, the m- number one priority for us right now should be to preserve our species is to get us onto the moon, like get us living on the moon as soon as possible. I'm like, not Mars or anything. He's like, no. He's like, Mars is going to take too long. Blah, blah, blah. There's all, this, all these problems. Elon Mars. thinks that Mars is in the near future. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Elon says it's going to be, what, how long does he say it's going to be? Like he 50, like, 100 years? Yeah. I mean, I thought it was even less than that, but he seems very confident in his rocket's abilities. And Oh, man. But the moon is going to have to be an intermediary yeah, point sure. to the Mars. Yep. So he's like, the first thing we should do is get on the fucking moon because if something happens on Earth, we need a way to at least get some of us off the Earth oh my God. to preserve our species because he he truly believes that there's, gonna that be there's an extinction, level, event, extinction event coming very soon. Wow. And we're in that 100-year window right now? Yes. <laughs> For not only at the asteroids but the super volcanoes. Would you go to, would you go to the moon if everybody started moving there? Shit, I mean, what kind of life is that, you know? <laughs> what I'll probably just the catch the, the wave that... The last the, ride. the last tsunami. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just no go waves. paddle out. There's no surf on the moon. Yeah, no, he's talking an event, though, that would be like... Like, like every everything ends. Like, a shockwave so powerful that, like, you just yeah. die instantly. Yeah. Well, yeah, not only... I mean, instantly, like... It depends how close you are. 
too. Yeah. Like they're saying it. They're saying if the yellow. I think I watched the, the Yellowstone documentary. They said if the volcano erupted in Yellowstone, it would be a slow death for all of us. It would then. be. It would be. Everyone in the U.S. would die within a couple weeks. Uh-huh. Obviously, in like the two, like the five hundred mile vicinity of the volcano, instant death. Mm-hmm. But um, the entire United States would take a couple weeks. And then it would eventually get over to Europe. And we would run out of oxygen, right? Yeah. yeah. And it would black out the skies. Shit yep. would die. Yep. And and everything would have to rebuild. Oh, my God, dude. Could you imagine? Like, just like when hurricanes come here and we lose power for a week or two. Like Irma. Remember mm-hmm. Irma? Yeah, and dude, I feel like that, that volcano, the last one that erupted in the ocean, like, that was a real wake-up call that for was people. Insane. Like, life, life as we know it can change like that. Like, mm-hmm. everything, you know, like, all... <laughs> And that's another problem that I have with, like, grinding TikTok and, like, putting all my time into something that doesn't, like, serve me or the planet. You know, I want to do stuff that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like our days are numbered. Obviously, they are numbered. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I got next week to look forward to. So I, I kind of try to, like, live fast and just try to do everything that is on my bucket list essentially but you know I, i've been traveling so much lately that i am also happy to get home and work on some other projects mm-hmm. and do some other stuff and teach people about history because like just <clears throat> like randall is such a beast just because he's super passionate about it you know through fossil exploration like finding all the megalodon teeth and all the mammoth stuff that we find like i've learned so much about planet earth how did I've you get into so doing much that? about florida i've just been finding shark's teeth my whole life and uh, with the birth of the internet, you become, you become uh, like aware of a lot of stuff that you didn't know about. And I saw people scuba diving for megalodon teeth, and I saw people digging. Like I just went on YouTube, shark tooth hunting Florida, and I find videos of people walking around on construction sites finding giant megalodon teeth. I'm like, what? This is insane. So we got a tip to go. Not even gonna say the tip online <laughs> that we got. We got like a general area. It's like, hey, if you go somewhere around here and you find a construction site and they dug down deep enough, there will probably there will be shark's teeth there. So it was raining one day and we heard, you know, rain's a good time to go shark's tooth hunting because the rain washes away the sand and it leaves the the big stuff. You know, all the fine sand goes away and all the big teeth get left behind. Are you talking about Venice, Florida? Uh, we were near Venice, yeah. Okay. But like the, there's like that a, place is famous for shark like, teeth. Fr- yeah, it's the shark tooth capital of the world. Oh, is it really? Yeah, wow. it's Casperson's Beach. It's the pier the is called capital. Sharky's Pier. So from Venice to <clears throat> South Carolina, there's shark's teeth. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I think even further up than that. And um, But Florida has the most well-preserved shark's teeth on the planet. Like the highest really? quality teeth on the planet come from Florida. Like there are no, there is nowhere on the planet that people will pay such a premium on price for shark's teeth than the teeth that come out of Florida. I don't know what that is. It has to do with, like, the phosphorus in the ground. It has to do with all the minerals that were here. Because, like, Florida's been underwater several times. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, probably dozens of times. Mm -hmm. And um, you can find megalodon teeth all across the whole state. And we're really trying to buy land right now because we want to preserve those fossils there's there's so much development going on right now and when they develop all these neighborhoods on this land they're destroying so much history so we're just trying to buy like 20 acres 30 acres 50 acres something like that so we can excavate it for fossils and you know conserve what's left there before 
the whole entire fucking state of Florida is developed and the whole United States moves here. <laughs> it's full, dude. It yeah, really, like, my hometown is not as enjoyable as it once was. Like, <laughs> Like, I love where I live because it's, like, quiet beach town. Yeah. Like, you know, they're trying to build a fucking parking garage behind Krabby Bills. Oh, like, really? somewhere between Central Ave and 5th Ave. Yeah. Like, that strip, they're trying to build, like, a three-story parking garage. Really? Yeah, and they're, like, trying to, like, be, like, hush-hush about it. And, like, all the residents found out. Now there's, like, an uproar on They don't want it to happen? Hell no. I posted about it. I was like, yo, come to this city hall meeting. Oppose this. This is dog shit. Yeah. People are like, oh, it'll, um... Trying to it'll free up all beach. the it'll free up all the people that park in the neighborhoods. It's like no, it won't. It's it'll just make more, more people, people come here. Right, right. <laughs> like if you want parking garages, go to Clearwater Beach. Please, yeah. just get out of here. Like it's it's bad enough that there's dozens of townhomes popping up everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. it's not, dude. Two Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, three days in a row during the week in the winter, every beach access parking lot completely slammed. I've never seen that before. This time of year, you know? It's been like that for a couple of years. I mean, no. In the, I, the last two years, like, I don't know. COVID know scared everybody, bro. COVID scared everybody. Yeah, away. it did. You know, there was a point in time where I could go on the beach. There was not a single person on the beach because the beach was closed. That, was that during COVID? <laughs> really? They closed the beaches down. You guys don't remember that? Mm, yeah. They I would not let that. people on the beach. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. I do. yeah they had the dude. accesses all blocked off. Yep. They had cops blocking them yep. with barricades God, and everything. It was dumb. so gnarly. Yeah. It was so dumb. Can we agree that COVID is bullshit? Everyone in Florida is over it. Oh, it's the oh, yeah. dumbest fucking oh thing God. ever. Why would you block the beach? Like, they do the dumb, and they're still doing the dumbest shit. And everyone's just super okay with, like, not I everybody, but a lot of people. A lot of people. Dude, it's like... People are pussies. A lot of people dude, are pussies. Dude, like, the companies that are making these vaccines are some of the, like, least trusted companies in the medical field that have ever existed. There's mm-hmm. been, like, multi, multi-million dollar lawsuits against these companies for, like, impractical drug use and just, like... Uh, it, the list is endless of all the shit that they've done wrong and, like, everyone's just so okay, like... Uh, did you know that the COVID vaccine is the most profitable medical product in history? Like Pfizer made $49, million, $49 billion in one year off of selling the vaccines, making it the most profitable medical product of all time. I believe it. Like that shouldn't happen because like Russell Brand just did a podcast. Like I love a that vaccine guy. that's supposed to help the entire planet should be made with the best interest of people's health. They made it with the best interest of making the most money. Right. So, like, when a company's drive is stock and to keep their shareholders happy and to make as much money as possible, they're probably not going to put as much time as they possibly can into making sure that it's a great product. Right, right. It wouldn't make sense. It's not a good business move. So, like, historically, all they've done is what is... You know, like, they they came out with a medicine that was, like, really good for some specific disease. I don't remember exactly what it was. But once it became a really popular medicine, it was marked up, like, 7,000% from when they released it because it became popular. And because once it worked and once they knew that people needed it, they can charge a lot more for yeah. it. So, like, mm-hmm. when their interest as a company is to make money and not release 
a product that is affordable and that makes sense for their consumer. Like we really like, how are we, how is the whole entire planet just going to all of a sudden trust this corporation that's interest is making money? You did know? you know, did you know that? I think and then that, once you start mandating it, once you start oh, yeah, saying people have to take something ridiculous. that is made by a company that people didn't fucking trust before, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, what, like, Am I speaking a foreign language here, or is this ridiculous? Like, no, it's totally, is it ridiculous it's totally that nuts. you will get shamed for saying no, and that you can't go to certain countries because you didn't want to take a drug that was created by criminals? You know, yeah. like it's crazy. Did you know that I think it's seventy-five to eighty percent? I think that was the stat we talked about with Dom D'Agostino. Seventy-five. This guy, we t- I had this guy on here who's a uh, he's a nutritional research scientist and a neuroscientist and uh we were talking about how the united states out of all the clinical research the billions of i forget the price but it's in like the tens of billions of dollars every year for clinical research funding between 80 and 90 percent of it goes to drugs drugs instead of shit like diet or Mm -hmm. or psychological stuff or anything like that it's all just based on drugs on remedies mm-hmm. not That's remedies but like, god everyone's becoming such a pussy too like it's like you have to be okay with what everyone wants for themselves and like that's okay but like also we shouldn't be just like allowing people to just like eat mcdonald's every day until they die or like only eat candy or like only eat ice cream you know like we, there needs to be a line drawn like they don't preach health on any Mm-mm. of the mainstream outlets, you know, like when COVID first came out, it's like, Hey, like the sun is really good. Like we need to treat this as, as what we've always treated viruses. Like if it's something that, that harms your lungs, you know, get your lungs open up, get outside, get, you know, get your cardio going, make sure you're breathing, make sure you get your heart. You know, I, what a, just preaching like healthy lifestyles. It's like gone. And it's just like, you can't call like a fat person fat because it's offensive <laughs> nowadays. But like, also like we need to like coach these people that aren't healthy into being healthier instead of just being like, everyone's like, it's okay to like be 300 pounds overweight. Mm. And it's like, I don't hate you for it, but like, I would like to tell you what you can do to make the quality of your life better, you know? Right. And don't, wep- and it's like and don't, all like, don't weaponize it against other people. Yeah. And then it's just like, I don't know. It's like all the movement, like big is beautiful. I'm like, yeah, <sighs> like everyone's beautiful. You know, everybody is beautiful, but like also you like healthy is like being healthy is important. You know? so yeah. You don't live very long, you know, and I don't know. It's just, everyone's getting too sensitive. Like you should be able to say what you want. And that's why I want to do stand up comedy too. Cause I feel like if you're a comedian, it's almost like it's you're allowed last, to cross yeah. lines. You know, you're allowed to like cross boundaries for the sake of comedy. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like I'd really enjoy myself. I've been working on routine for like four years now. Have you? Yeah. And like very soon, I'm just going to go to an open mic night. And Have you ever done any open mic nights? Never. Not once. really. Yeah, but I've written a lot of material that I'm convinced is really funny. I'll li- like I'll watch a lot of stand up comedians specials. And a lot of the time, they're really not that funny. A lot of the time, like, I write better stuff than mm-hmm. this, I know for a fact. Mm-hmm. And I won't step to, like, somebody like Dave Chappelle or, like, Daniel Tosh or Richard Pryor. Like, those guys are all absolutely goaded, you know? But, like, I was watching Kevin Hart's last stand-up. And he's like, you know, this whole COVID thing hasn't made me feel comfortable. I don't, like, leaving my house. So that's why we're doing this in my house. And he's got, like, people perfectly six feet apart, like, scattered across, like, this theater room i guess in his house like everyone's double masked and like 
he's doing jokes about COVID and like I watched it for like 30 minutes and I didn't laugh once. And I turned it off and I was like, I'm funnier than at least that, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I've I've been working on it. I think it's gonna be good. But that's Hell one of my yeah. like bucket list things you is to do, do a stand up routine, you know, to have mm-hmm. a stand up special. When are you gonna start doing open mic nights? Soon, like sometime like this month or next month. Yeah. I have You're just gonna show up unannounced as random small comedy yeah. clubs and just start doing it, see what happens. Yeah, just like see if I can draw some laughs, like practice my style. Maybe go have a cameraman come and film just like I don't know. I wanna get my feet wet. You know, I feel like it's like ripping off a band aid, it's just something that I need mm-hmm. to go and do and it's like uh Dave Chappelle said he was so nervous the first time that he did stand up and uh went out there, enjoyed it. You know, went to go do something at the Apollo, got booed off stage, and then it was just like, you know, that was the worst. Like, nothing can hurt me now. Like, you know, he said he just yeah, went through it and then never stopped. I saw the funniest. I went to the f- the best stand-up show I've ever been to. Who? Last week. Tim Dillon. I don't know who that is. You know who Tim Dillon is? No. Oh, my God, dude. He is the funniest motherfucker in the world you have to you have to watch Tim you have to li- listen to his podcast he does this like monologue type podcast where he just he's kind of like he's like the gay younger version of alex jones <laughs> holy <laughs> wow shit. imagine alex jones but like in his early like his mid 30s and gay i'm gonna check and out. a little bit overweight and he's like super into crypto and like metaverse shit, and he's super into conspiracy theories. And dude, he is, and he's kind of like right wing too. Interesting, he's funny as I'll check fuck. Him out. This guy, that's the kind of shit you find on Tim Dillon's Twitter page. Interesting, <laughs> the fucking Wait, deep Tim dark. Tim Dillon posted that. Yeah, the deep dark wormhole wormholes oh, of conspiracies. Holy shit! But that's like a. It's kind of like a, the same thing with. With COVID, you know, when uh, when nine eleven happened, they just found more ways to control us and take more power with yeah. the Patriot Act and the war on the war, the Iraq War, and with COVID, they're trying to do the same thing. I just heard something about they're trying. Uh, which country is it? Uh, the UK is talking about Great Britain is talking about creating their own type of digital currency. That's like a it's like a coupon. So it's like a think of like a crypt. They want to create their own cryptocurrency, but it's centralized. So they can control what you can use your money for. So they can say you can go Sounds and you, terrible. you can take your money that you make every week you at your job. Much for that. And you can use, right, exactly. You can use it to buy this kind of food or you can use it to buy that. So they can literally control what you buy. It's like Black Mirror episode. Yeah, yeah it really is. Real. Just like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, I'm chilling on all that craziness. Dude, and that's like, world's supposed to be more simple. Like, there's too much noise. Like, there's yeah. too much... You can People grow your own so, food. People get so, so crazy and so wrapped up in everything that goes on in their phones and, like, what they see in the news and, like, oh, God, just a hundred years ago, we didn't have these things and, like, life was so much more simple. Like, have you ever considered what your life would be like for the next few weeks if you did not use a computer or a phone? Like, what would you do? I never even thought about it. Yeah. I'd be on the beach somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be on the beach somewhere. I'd be surfing. I'd be surfing maxed out pipe with Nathan Florence with my life flashing before my eyes. Well, like, think about that. Like, think about a year. Like, what would the next year of your life look like without technology? Never thought about it. People need to think about that. Yeah. What would you do? <laughs> Probably along the lines of the same stuff <laughs> that I do anyways, you know? I 
Shark's I, teeth. I love <clears throat> the internet and I love technology and I love editing and going down rabbit holes and learning and the metaverse and crypto and NFTs and whatever it is. It's all, I, I love it. I think it's awesome. I think it's very positive. It can be used in a very positive way. But I like the real world way more, you know? I'd rather go surfing. I'd rather go skating. I'd rather go golf. I'd rather go hunt for megalodon teeth. I'd rather go paddleboard, go out on the beach. Like, I really enjoy being outside. And, like, one of my favorite things that I've started obsessing over the last few years is is video, uh, getting videos and pictures of storms, like supercells and lightning and oh, yeah. time lapses, like, Man, I filmed. Did you see the lightning strikes I filmed last I year? I did. Yeah. I filmed, in Those my opinion, sick. some of the most uniquely captured lightning strikes that have ever been filmed by anyone. And it wasn't because <clears throat> of my skill as a videographer. I just was in the right place at the right time for the right lightning strike. You know, like the slow mo guys took their $200,000 red camera, you know, and went and filmed lightning at 60,000 frames per second in 4K, you know. But the lightning type of lightning that they were shooting wasn't as impressive as, you know, what mother nature has to offer. It's like going and shooting IRB versus pipeline. It's like, what kind of lightning were they shooting? They were just shooting like cl- Amateur cloud lightning. to ground lightning, just like quick, Rookie like bolts, lightning. like boom. But there's like a, there's different, there's a lot of different types of lightning and there's different yeah. like levels to where the lightning strikes in the atmosphere. And like, I've learned that, like, anvil cl- crawler lightning, the lightning that crawls across the bottom mm-hmm. of the cloud is some mm-hmm. of the best lightning to Didn't I read something recently? Of. It was, like, the biggest lightning strike was recorded or yeah, something. Yeah, I just did a video about that. Oh, and that the biggest rogue probably, wave, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was your video. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the rogue wave and the lightning. I think I sent it to you. Yeah. What was the deal with the rogue wave? The rogue wave. Uh, a rogue wave is... is defined as a wave that is more than twice as big as the swell surrounding it. So if it's like two to four foot and there's just like a nine to ten foot wave that comes out of nowhere, that would be considered a rogue wave. So it was the biggest rogue wave that's ever been recorded in How history. Big? It was uh, around like 78 feet. Did you look up, pull it up, go to type in Juke Squad real quick? Did you figure out what YouTube? it was from? Or did anybody figure out what it was from? It was like, it's just like uh According to all the data that we've gathered in the um, with all the buoys, a wave like that only happens once every, like, it's the biggest rogue wave. Yeah, that one. Every 1,300 years. Or, the, yeah, that was the odds that we've gathered. You're going to want to pause real quick and then scroll your mouse across the bottom so I can see the timestamp. Yeah, keep going. I... Talk about the lightning first. Keep going, keep going, keep going. We just want to find a buoy. Yeah, yeah. go back a little bit. Yeah, right there. <clears throat> now go full screen. Where is this? This is off the coast of Canada. The coast of Canada? I like d- I forget, actually. Like I in just this did a video on this. But in so the Atlantic? But look, so watch. Right. So that's the first wave of the set. Oh, shit. Watch this next one. That was a long swell. <laughs> oh, shit. The bottom's falling out. <laughs> Yo. Oh. Literally off the chart. Imagine you're out on a boat out there, like a fishing boat or something, and that rogue wave just shows yeah, up. Bro, if so the swells the, are that big, you do not want to be out there. That was the biggest boat. rogue wave ever captured. Really? By buoy, yeah. 
That's Pretty insane. Nuts. I thought that was worth doing. Imagine Shane Lee out there. See, I like doing. <laughs> I like making. <laughs> I like making videos about stuff that's like fascinating to me. Like I saw, yeah. that, I was like, "This is insane!" And then I saw right. the lightning, like the biggest lightning strike that's ever been captured yeah. or recorded. It was like last week too. I was like, "Damn, these both happened within you know, not very far of each other." It's kind of crazy to think about. That is crazy. Lightning is insane. Uh, what kind of hurricane season are you gonna have? I don't know. Like shit's charging. Last last year's hurricane season was fucking nuts. Last year was probably the most consistent surf I've ever seen. We had a hurricane every week. Dude, I surfed probably like 60 or 70 days where it was like above waist high and classy. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure there was like nine or ten days in a row. That I was surfing every single day outside of 25th because there was just always waves. Like one storm, another storm. Like storms were sitting out there for like an entire week. It would take a week to cross the Gulf. We were just getting so much swell. Does that wave still break like that? Does that wave still break on 25th, that like peeling left-hander? No, no, unfortunately Were they dredged it? No, that was done after that first swell. Dude, that was unreal. Tell you what, though, you know what is going to be absolutely off the charts? Is uh, Channel 3, the other side of San Key. Mm-hmm. They're dredging the whole inside of the pass right there. They're putting they? a ton of sand in. It's going to make really? a gnarly sandbar out there. And I think the surf there is going to be nuts. That'll be fun. I've been surfing there for fucking 15 years. So yeah. if any, I've never, I like, like hardly that. ever see anyone surf there ever. So if people start surfing there, you know, I'll just drop in on them. Just roll <laughs> right into Shepherds. <laughs> yeah. Go get a drink. Yeah, that place is, like, legendary for being, like, a famous skimboarding spot, right? Yeah, but the surf gets kind of yeah. there. I've never seen it, like, that big, though. But, like, the biggest I've ever seen is, like, waist I've gotten high. shacked there. I've what? seen it, like, head high, but out past the Opal Sands. Oh, okay. Yeah. Favorite hotel in Clearwater, by the way. The Opal Sands? Yeah. Even more than the Sand Pearl? Nice. <laughs> 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 I finally got arrested for the channel, too, Danny. We have that mm-hmm. in common now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I was the was I I was arrested before you were on your yeah. own YouTube channel. Yeah, you were the first one to go to jail. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, that was the last time I was in jail. That was great. Was it the first time? No, it wasn't the first time. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the most recent time. Damn. Yeah, I still got community service. It's no fun. I got to probably get that for the Holly Boob. Mm-hmm. Um, what I, I wanted to ask you about uh, your lucid lucid dreams. What happened? Not in focus? Oh, fuck. Beautiful as ever. How'd you get into uh, lucid dreams? And how does that whole thing work? I don't know how I got into lucid dreams. I think I just read something online that talked about conscious dreaming, just the, the concept of being awake in your dreams. And I was a teenager at the time. Like, I'd never even... Like, I, I, I've dreamed my whole life. Like, and from a very young age, I was writing down my dreams because they were just so crazy. I'd go on crazy adventures. And somebody told me when I was really young that if uh, I write down all my dreams and I fill up a journal, I'll have a really cool book of all my dreams someday. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. So I would do that. And then I, I became aware of the concept or the perspective of being awake while dreaming. And it just completely blew my mind. I was like, what? You can, like, be conscious while while being asleep and uh it just like 
I don't know, just kind of like shook me in a weird way. And I started researching it more and I started looking into performing reality checks, which is where you ask yourself if you're dreaming when you're not dreaming. So like right now, I'd be like, am I dreaming? I don't think so. One of the, uh, another good thing to do is to like ask yourself how you got here. Because typically in a dream, you don't remember arriving there. You're kind of just like thrown into a situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do that, and I would do that like several times a day. I would even take a Sharpie and put like a mark on my hand, and every time I saw the mark, I would do a reality check, or, like set alarms on my phone, and like <clears throat> several times a day, just question reality, just contemplate if anything looks weird. And when you're dreaming, if you ask yourself if you're dreaming or if you ask yourself how you got somewhere or if it seems weird, It'll just be different. Like, how did I get here? Like, I have no fucking idea how I got here. And that's, like, kind of a trigger. Like, then just, you realize I just questioned reality enough, and then I would, while so I was sleeping, I would ask myself if I was dreaming. I'd realize I was dreaming. I'd get really excited. And the first time that I ever became lucid, I got so excited that I just, like, watched the dream just, like, deteriorate. Like, the floor of the dream fell out. And I just, like, woke up in my bed, and I was like, whoa. And I learned online that you have to learn to stay calm and stay focused because if you get too excited, you're just going to wake yourself up. Really? And I just started exploring, going deeper and deeper into what was possible in my dreams, and I I created, like, a bucket list for dreaming. There's, like, things that I wanted to do, and there's things that I still want to do. And one of the things was I wanted to be able to make objects change with my hands or with my thoughts. And I was uh, in a dream. I still vividly vividly remember this. And a car was driving by, and I knew I was dreaming. And I was like, and I went like that, and the car flipped and, like, crashed and exploded. And it was so loud, and it was so gnarly. And it was like, I don't know, when you're dreaming and you're lucid dreaming, like, you're actually there. Like, there's nothing that, like, it's not as any different than, what we're doing right now, except for the only limits in your dreams are the limits that you create in your head. So one of the the other big goals that I had was to fly. I really wanted to fly in my Mm. dream. But, like, if I stand up right now and I try to fly off the ground, it's not going to work. And I will never be able to convince myself that it's possible because it's not. But, like, if you, while you're dreaming, can just take something that's impossible and know that it's possible if you can convince yourself that you can fly in your dream it it's weird half the time i can and half the time i can't like half the time i'll like be light and i'll feel like less weight but like i'll jump and i'll like kind of like moon jump like i won't actually fly but like there's just some times where i just have like the free perspective that like i can just see myself floating and i just feel weightless like it's a hard perspective to acquire to allow yourself to be okay with, like, yourself flying. Like, it's just, it's, like, because it's not something people yeah, think about. It's not, yeah, you don't, like, like, I can't fly. Like, people mm-hmm. don't fly. Like, if you can, like, if you can purely see it in your head and you can see yourself flying when you're dreaming, just start flying. I would just fly around and just, like, it's the most free, like, craziest feeling ever. But, you know, it's cooler than flying is breathing underwater. That is mm. the craziest lucid dreaming experience I've ever had in my entire life, is knowing that I'm dreaming and swimming underwater and knowing that... You can't drown surfing I Mavericks. can't drown. <laughs> exactly. I've made waves come out of the ocean. I've surfed the biggest waves that I've ever seen while lucid. Uh, I'll get into more stuff that I've done in my dreams that kind of relate back to reality in a second, but... 
God, it's just, it's it's absolutely mind-blowing. So is it like you, when you're awake, you make it a habit of asking yourself if you're dreaming? So you that it becomes such a habit. You have to contemplate dream perspectives. Like what, like how you, you just have to see yourself lucid dreaming. You have to see yourself in a dream consciously aware that you're dreaming. You have to create that perspective in your head. Like I am a firm believer that like us as humans, like our minds are capable of things that like, people can't even comprehend like i think that like everyone's like kind of connected and like mm. i don't know you can feel people's energy like it's like when you know what somebody's gonna say before they say it it's just like yeah. an intuitive thing oh man uh just the whole topic i, I kind of have been off of it for a little while but i still dream all like every single night i have crazy dreams most yeah. of the time they're just dreams that i like thoroughly enjoy uh I haven't been lucid as much lately, but one of the ways that I have been becoming lucid is by having nightmares. Because if something terrible is happening in a dream, like super terrible, I contempl- I question reality. And I realize when something horrible, like if somebody's holding a gun or like you have just crazy nightmares, you know, people have nightmares, always go lucid. Because I always realize that it's a dream. I've actually had dreams where people are chasing me with guns. Uh-huh. It's like the scariest situation you can ever imagine because you're about to die. Or so you think. And um, it's like, wait, this is a dream. This isn't actually happening. Turn around, guy with the gun, take the gun from him. He goes, here you go. It's your dream now. I just start flying, start doing whatever I want. But what's (laughs) crazy about dreams is it's really hard to take information from, like, reality into the dream world. Most of the time, like, dreams are emotions and perspectives and situations, you know? Like, a dream doesn't have to be a place and it doesn't have to be a conversation. It can be a feeling, you know? Like, you have dreams that are scary. You have dreams that are, like, about love. You have dreams that are happiness. You have dreams that are, like, about fear. Like, there's there's a whole bunch of different types of, like, dreams. Like, like I said, it doesn't have to be a, a place or a conversation. It can be just, like, strictly a feeling. And, um... It can almost always be equated to something that happened to you in real life. Like... I've had dreams where, like, there was a dream, uh, I was at Gasparilla, and some lady, like, fell off the side of one of the drawbridges, she was, like, trying to climb down, and she fell, and, like, we had all these people, like, helping lift her up, and then, like, a couple, it was either the next night or a couple nights later, I, like, had another dream that it was, like, a similar situation where I was, like, helping somebody, like, out of some, like, place, but when I thought about at Gasparilla, and when I thought about it in the dream, it was, like, the same exact situation. So, like, you ever hear somebody say sleep on it? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, well, if you, don't, if you haven't made your mind up on this, you should probably just sleep on it. Because yeah. your brain goes through everything that happened the day before right. while you're asleep. Your mind is subconsciously processing every conversation, every interaction, everything that happened to you that day. So, like, right. if you surf all day, you're probably going to have dreams about surfing. If you... Golf I all day, all you'll day. probably I sleep better than I've ever slept in my life. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes when you get too exhausted, too, <laughs> you won't have as vivid of dreams because you're like so deep in your yeah. subconscious. But oh man, I could talk about dreaming forever. That's one of the most fascinating things ever. But like, I was talking about breathing underwater. Like, I was there's like this bridge, right? And on each side of the bridge, there's like crystal clear like streams, and it's almost like it's like a a giant like concrete structure but it's like indoor and outdoor it's not like i'm inside of a place it's like i'm inside of like a 
old structure on the side of a river, like in a jungle somewhere. And there's these crystal clear streams and there's all these underwater caves and like all the caves are like well lit. And like when you swim down in a cave, it opens up to this giant room and there's all these fish and everything. And I'm lucid and I jump in the water and I like, you know, you get that tightness feeling in your chest. I was just like, this is a dream. I like, there's nothing that can hurt me here. I can swim underwater and I should be able to be relieved. Like, cause I've had dreams where I'm breathing underwater, but I just feel myself breathing in my bed. It's like not like I'm actually breathing in the dream. I can feel like myself laying in my bed, and I feel myself like breathing in reality. But Whoa. like I'm holding my breath in the dream, but I'm still like feeling my chest being relieved. And uh, then there's other lucid dreams where I'm in the water, and I know that I'm dreaming, and I open my mouth and I like breathe in water and I feel like the cold water fill up my lungs and it relieves me. Like I don't choke. Like I feel relieved and I'm just Mm. like, like breathing in this. It's like, it like goes from being like heavy, thick water to like, it feels like cold air almost, you know, Mm. but like perspectives in your dreams can shift so quickly because like it is an imprint of your subconscious mind. It's not actually like a real place. Like, it, what's crazy about lucid dreaming is you have to maintain your focus on the fact that you're lucid or else you'll get distracted and you'll snap back into a dream. Like I never ever remember a lucid dream ending. I just continue dreaming, you know, unless I wake up. Mm. But like, it's, Oh man, it's interesting. It's like, yeah, it's, so sick. it's so gnarly. Like I think it's something everyone should take some time and learn about because it has absolutely changed my life. Like, and a, a small way would be I was lucid at IRB skate park in mm. my dream. I knew that it was a dream and I'm at the skate park and I suck at going front side on the rail. Like mm-hmm. I'd never done front side 50 fifties before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, I'm dreaming. Like I can't get hurt. Drop in, grind across the whole thing, do it a couple of times, start skating, start shredding. And uh, I woke up and I was like, damn, like that was so easy. Went straight to the skate park, dropped in, 50-50 grind, front side, first try. Never done it before besides in my dream, but the dream gave me the confidence that I needed and the perspective to where, like, I went in person and did it, like, <laughs> unimaginably like better it. than the than I would Whoa. have if I didn't That's have that sick. dream. Like, it wasn't even a question that the dream helped me. Like, the dream is the reason why I landed that trick. And there's a lot, all of the most, like, the smartest minds, like, like Nikola Tesla and Albert Einstein and Neil deGrasse Tyson, like they're all lucid dreamers. They all talk really? about lucid dreamers. Do they really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, look up like Albert Einstein. Look up uh, look up famous lucid dreamers on Google maybe. Okay. There'll be a list of people that might pop up. Yeah. First one is like Tim Dillon and Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Clinton. Oh, crazy. Oh, man. Salvador Dali. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Nolan, Leonardo DiCaprio, Stephen King. Yep. Leonardo DiCaprio. Steve. That's why I'm telling you a lot of that hey, sounds just Inception. like that Inception. Inception yeah. is about lucid. That's it's what a it movie is. About lucid it's the same way. With and like after the you have this conversation, like rewatch that movie and think about so being lucid. It's like a well, dream inside a dream. Stephen you know? King, I can't. I gotta discredit him because he wrote his best books while he was doing mountains of cocaine at the same time. Why would that discredit him? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's extra credit. As far as <laughs> extra concerned. credit. Yeah. I really because he wasn't so sleeping. Cool. That's why. <laughs> it, it's it's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating to me. And it's like I don't know. People limit themselves. Like we're on a rock 
orbiting around a fireball in infinite space and people want to like limit themselves to like, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that. It's like, yo, last night I was breathing underwater, flying and making mountains come out of the ocean inside my mind. Like I've had I've had such vivid dreams all night. Like I've I I I had a string of lucid dreams one night and I was like downhill longboarding and I was surfing and I was like doing all this crazy shit what seemed like a six-hour adventure. Like, I was, like, my mind was conscious the whole entire night. And then I woke up, and it had seemed like the day before that night, and the next day it was all one timeline. Like, and I, like, started feeling like like my potential <coughs> was infinite because, like, my mind never rested. And I was going on these, incre- like, I'll wake up in the morning sometimes just, like, absolutely pumped and stoked because I had the sickest dreams ever and, like, I don't know, like, that feeling of flying, like, and breathing underwater and doing all these incredible things, like, that makes you feel like, I don't know, like, you've taken over the world, like, you're invincible, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it kind of makes me speechless, it's just the craziest shit that you can ever imagine, like, is possible inside your own head while you're yeah. supposedly, like, resting, like, have you ever had, I'm sure you have, uh, like, out-of-body experiences, that's, like, that's it, you're not, <laughs> you're there, but you're not there, you know, it's, like, it it makes, it just like changes reality for you. Have you ever had been in a situation where you had your life flash before your eyes? <laughs> yeah, like a lot of times. Isn't it? Like, how I have like crazy a top ten near death experience <laughs> video on YouTube. Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, that is the craziest thing ever. Lightning, lightning is one of the the gnarliest. Probably the, yeah, I think. Uh, I'd never thought that I was dead more than when lightning struck struck really close to me. It's happened to me twice. It's a weird thing. It's a weird like dream state you go into. Mm-hmm. I've done it mostly like drowning, like when I think I'm gonna drown. Like I've been, I've done it when I've been free diving through like underwater caves. Mm-hmm. Like one time, the first time it happened to me, I was free diving through an underwater cave, and I couldn't find the exit. Mm-hmm. And I was swimming as fast as I fucking could, and there was no exit, and I was like. 20 feet underwater yeah. and I'm just like I'm dead I'm, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna die here and like my whole life flashed from my eyes everything that happened in my life from as far back as I can remember yeah. and that's like that was super weird you ever done uh, DMT? never done DMT you should do it on the podcast <laughs> have you? yeah no. we should oh. do it I'd be down Shane knows where to get it <laughs> no he doesn't that but yeah when your life no i'd like to try it though how many times has that happened to you would you say i don't know i have no idea a lot many drowning like like drowning in the ocean i've never no i've never never thought i was gonna drown no i've gotten i mean i've i've gotten to where i was like oh shit like if I get a little bit more fucked up. I might be to the point where I'm like, I might drown. I've gotten winded in the ocean before, Mm -hmm. but I've never like genuinely been scared that I've genuinely been scared that I was going to drown. I have such like, I feel so at peace in the ocean and I've gotten my ass kicked by such massive waves in Cabo. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've gotten really fortunate You know, I've gotten absolutely beaten, but definitely saved a lot of people from drowning. Never had to get saved, so that's good. That Keep up good. that streak. Mm-hmm. That is good. Man, the last Cabo trip, man, we had to we saved like eight different people. That would have been really really terrible situations if we weren't there. Yeah, insane. 
What is that one uh, right hand point break in Mexico? Zippers. No. What the, what the fuck is it called? There's like a surf camp right there, and it's like right on this massive cliff. Cerritos. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Oh, uh, Scorpion Bay. No. I can't remember what it's sure? called right now. Are you sure? I think it's Scorpion Bay. I don't think it's Scorpion Bay. Where's my skeleton? No, no, Skeleton Bay's the other no, one. No, that's Africa. Yeah, that's Africa. Pirate's Cove. <laughs> Scorpion Bay. Smuggler's Cove. What the fuck's it called? Hold on. It's Scorpion Bay. This is where we gotta go, bro. Yeah, is there a bathroom in here? Yeah, yeah, right out there to the right yeah, out that door to the left. First place on the left. We're back. Barra de la Cruz. This is a place I want to fucking. I'm gonna go ah. next. Who is this? The most perfect fucking rights ever. Oh my god, let's go. I'll go with you. And there's a bunch of sick little spots to stay, like right on this beach. Do a lot of people surf there? Um, not a ton. No, it's it's pretty kind of it's kind of isolated, but they have they have surf camps that go there. People that only fly there. It's kind of like. I don't think there's a big like crowd there. Typically, is this one that barrels up on the inside really heavy? Yes, really heavy. Uh, yeah. One guy died there like a couple what? years ago. Yeah. How? Um, Landon broke his neck so bad that he fucking died. He got paralyzed when he broke when he hit the. He, this guy was a pro, like uh, a ooh. fucking legit pro. And uh, he hit his head and broke his neck, and he was paralyzed and he drowned. Damn. But this is it is the most perfect fucking right. Ever. I am a regular footer, so I'm down. <laughs> yeah, surfing too, man. I, I think Jamie O'Brien so made happy. a video at this place at this spot on his yeah. channel. I'm so happy to be back on a surfboard. Yeah, I'm sponsored by Rusty now. Are you? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. That's Got cool. Got the Rusty hookup. That's awesome. Do they still make surfboards? Oh, yeah. Yep. Find on a map... Uh, Find Barra de la Cruz and find it uh, on a map. Let's find out how far I it is. I love Google Earth. I use Google Earth. I know, frequently. I know. It's the best, especially for finding surf spots. So much about like everything. There's just so much. I don't know. Like, I was looking at all the volcanoes. Like, oh yeah. You ever just gone volcano hopping on Google Earth? No. And just, like gotten lost and like gone and like you ever just like check out Florida? Like all the different parts of Florida? Like, I don't know. I kind of want to make videos on my YouTube channel, like, going on a tour of Florida with, yeah, on Google Earth. That'd be sick. That would be dope. Dude, I found, like, the best cliff jumping spots. I found 70-foot cliffs in Florida. Really? I thought that would exist, yeah. Dude, there's a, we could make about 100 documentaries driving through the Everglades. There's so much weird shit. So many, like, weirdos. There's a a guy who has a, a lodge, and he's dedicated to hunting the skunk ape. Oh, I know. I've you been to the guy? Skunk Ape Museum, yeah. <laughs> I made a video about wacko. it. wacko. Yeah. He sells t-shirts. I bought Yeah. <laughs> I, own, I own Skunk Ape. I, have, I catch all the drops. <laughs> yeah. Oh, skunk Ape. Sounds like an NFT. He's the boy. For real. <sighs> all right, so that's where it is. baby. That's where Barra de la Cruz is. Dude, I heard there is a million point breaks on the Mexican peninsula. Whoa, Austin, what the fuck are you doing? Yo, Google Earth is drunk as hell. Hit the hit the compass. Hit the compass. It's flat. Oh no. The Earth's flat. There you go. Okay. So how far are we from Cabo? Cabo is there it is. Lands at Oh, it's not far. We can go so, dude, come to Cabo. Where is Cabo? Okay. Oh no, Cabo's all the way down. No, no, zoom out. Cabo's the very, very bottom, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, all the way at the bottom. No, you got to zoom out farther, Austin. No, that's... Yeah, it's up. It's Cabo's way up there. Oh. Uh, Cabo's the very end of that peninsula up there. This Keep going, keep going. Cabo Saint. Oh, it's there. that peninsula. Yeah. Okay, okay. Zoom all the way in. I'll show you the hotel I'm staying in. <clears throat> yep, keep going. That little tip, that little point. Yeah. Nope, that's not it. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Sorry. It just looks weird. We're at a weird angle. Keep zooming in. Go down a little bit. Yeah, that hotel right there. Below the mouse. The place looks like a fucking desert, huh? Yeah, it's so sick. Keep going down and zoom out a little bit. Yeah, that's the Solmar. That's where I'm going to be staying. Yeah, look at that. those rocks right there. Dude, the skim. I've that seen like, those videos. It goes from like 12,000 right feet deep to just like shore right there. Like the mountains meet the ocean and there's somehow a beach. Like that beach right there is the most beautiful beach I've ever seen in my entire life. Really? Type in, uh, Type in Lover's Beach. On Google and just click on a picture. It's insane. Leave the maps up. Open a new tab so we can go back to the maps after. No, no, don't don't close that tab. Open up a new tab. Work. There you go. Now we can go back to the Google Maps and not have to like fuck around. Yeah, Lovers Beach, crazy beach. It's absolutely. Isn't that it right there? Yeah, that's it. But like, I mean, it, he's looking for actual photos, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, look at that on the on the right. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of get the picture. Oh, that's of it. sick. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, there's Arch Beach. Ten out of ten would recommend visiting that place yeah. at some point in your life. Is there any good surf spots there? Is it all like zippers? Skim? Zippers is right yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Jamie O'Brien came out one year and charged the shore break with us. It was pretty. Did he on the surfboard? Yep. But yeah, we gotta go to Bar de la Cruz, bro. Places. Yeah, last year when nuts. I went to Cabo, I probably made my like favorite skimboarding wave edit of my entire life. It was really like t- fucking twelve foot maxing Cabo, the biggest waves I've ever seen in my life. Jeez, it was so much fun. Got some beat downs that that year. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. When's the next trip? Uh, May. May. Mm-hmm. I'm sponsoring the contest. Turner's sponsoring the contest. Apex is sponsoring it. Gonna try to get a pretty big pro purse. You're doing like a legit contest there? Yeah. yeah it's the first time since before COVID. It's been three years since there's a contest wow. there. Yeah, and I consider it the gnarliest contest of the year because it's like n- nowhere is gnarlier than Cabo for short break. It's just heavy. Even short more break. than the wedge? Wedge is pussy. pussy what? Stuff you skimmed the wedge? Yes. Wedge. Uh, wedge big wedge? Yes. How, where's the video? Let me see this thing. Uh, that's in the archives. You're no Brad Domke, okay? Dude. <laughs> oh, the wedge can't hold a... Hold, click a... Type the wedge in, is fucking type terrifying. In I made a, no, type in I made a deadly mistake. Well, there's no rocks there. That's the one thing that's not that's not scary about the wedge. It's just not as powerful. The wedge is what? more more like fluttery and more like it's less thick. Like it's just... Really? Yeah. And you get stuck in the water at Cabo. At least at the wedge, you get washed up on the beach. Yeah. In Cabo, you get fucking stuck. Oh, it's got to be on uh, YouTube. What do you mean? How do you get stuck? Because you just can't get in. You get stuck in the you get in the wash. Mm. Um. Huh. Type in. Type in. I've been a daily music juke, juke squad. squad. Yeah. I really thought that'd come up. This video went pretty viral. Shadow ban, bro. Right? What's going on? 
Do, 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 do. YouTube's clapping me. There, there you are go. scary mistakes. Sorry. Let me show you <clears throat> I love, like, dude, Mexico. I just go above and beyond to make the highest quality content <laughs> possible every year, you know? So you can skip in, probably. Jesus. Yeah, it was fucking Ooh. huge, dude. That thing was gutted. What is that, like, waveform? You can let it play for a second. There's actually some really good clips. Like, that's what I'm talking about. You know, we, we do everything we can to make sure that the Cabo content is top tier. Yeah. I lug, like, 50 pounds worth of camera gear and batteries and tripods and drones out there every single year. Yeah, look at that. Uh, <laughs> Getting smoked. That's got to be so fun, just body surfing those waves. Yeah. Or boogie boarding them. Oh, my God. I would be there. I would be loving that. With Dude, body whomping, some of the most fun shit ever. Just going out there and swimming. Yeah, actually, there's. I made a full video about that when it was the biggest I've ever seen. I can show you some clips of that in a second. But. I'd sponge it. I would sponge the shit out of that wave. Dude, it's gnarly. <laughs> um, yeah, you can skip in a little bit. I'm not sure exactly where. I haven't watched this video in a while, but yeah, keep going. Go to where the big spike is. Right there. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, yeah, the big spike? Yeah, that's... No, that's... Damn, it's crazy they have the retention there, huh? I did not. That's even weird, isn't that. it? I've never even seen that. Uh, go to the, the the spikes oh, later. It's of oh, the it's asses. the ass. Go like go later in the video to the other spikes. Yeah, it's like right. Yeah, there. a good combo of big waves and like ass. Right there, yeah. Click there, right there. Oh, you're trying to catch the cider. Yeah, into just... Is there a pretty good uh, little sidewash wave there? <laughs> it's the gnarliest one that exists. Is it? Yeah, it's so, so so gnarly. Yeah, and this is where I get stuck on the outside. So, there is a huge impending swell. Like, it'll be chill for a little bit. And uh, here, turn the volume up. Actually, you'll hear my friend start whistling. Yeah, my buddy's up on the cliff yelling at me, telling me not to come in. Because like, I didn't know whether I should come in or not. Yeah. And, <clears throat> yeah, look at this shit. This wave is so much gnarlier than a wave at the wedge, though. Like, it's just so much. Look at that thing. Look at how heavy that is. Oh, yeah, it just sucks up it and closes out. Yeah, look, look at where I am. Yeah. How deep is it right there? Like four feet. <laughs> yeah, but it was oh like my the end God. of the night. I was stuck That's out there. That's boogie board heaven right there. Oh, bro. Death, dude. Just slam. I got one of the best waves of my life. That you God, that'd be so fun. It is so Blow fun. Blow my arms right off. Yeah. <laughs> like yep. Cabo, bro. Gotta go. Oh, my Love God. That looks so fun. That looks amazing. Yeah, it looks sick. Well, I think we uh, we hit a wall. That <laughs> was like two two hours. Two hours. Boom, baby. Metaverse, baby. Yeah, lucid dreaming. Everyone should try it. Lucid yeah, dreaming. The best thing you could get out of this video. And the shark's teeth. Yeah. Well, that's more to come. Yeah. 
Yeah. If you want to come hunt for shark's teeth, just wait till we buy So you guys are going to you guys are going to buy a shitload of land and, and open up a shark's tooth sanctuary or? Yeah, we already got a tractor lined up because the main thing for for that is we have to make sure the land has teeth on it. So we're like, hey, if we're mm, going to buy this land, you got to sure let us come teeth. dig a hole. So <laughs> we got to bring a tractor out to the 10, 20, however many acres it is and yeah. pop a hole in the ground and check the fossil layer and the deposit and see how it looks and uh I also have an NFT that I'm trying to release soon. That is going to be 500 unique shark's teeth, 270 of which are megalodons and makos. And um, if you buy the NFT, the NFT that you get, uh, the the tooth that is the NFT, well, it's going to be unrevealed, so you're going to have to buy in <laughs> before you get to see what your tooth is. But the mm-hmm. tooth that you buy is a tooth that we're going to have shipped to you in person. And the collection is like, I don't know, there's... So the There's at least $50,000 worth of shark's teeth in this collection. Like, I'm letting go of some of the nicest teeth that I have for the collection because I want to buy land and use the money to buy land. But not only do you get the tooth that you buy as the, for the NFT, the NFT is your ticket to come and hunt on a property that we're going to buy using the money from the NFT project. Ooh, from sick. The that's a sick idea. Yeah, so it's your ticket to come. Like, not only do you get a tooth, you have the opportunity to come find that's your a own super teeth. sick idea. Yeah, I fucking love that. So I've been working on that for a couple of months. <laughs> I already have all the pictures taken, all the teeth separated. I have a developer working on the website. You got the Discord and everything set up. But you know, there ninety eight percent of the projects out there right now are dog shit. You know, like most NFTs have no use whatsoever. Mm-hmm. They're just cash grabs. So. Mm-hmm. You know, contemplating the space and being in cryptocurrency since 2017, which is essentially the exact same thing as NFTs. It's just NFTs have a picture. There's the whole art aspect and the profile picture aspect of it. I just never wanted to promote or be a part of a project that I didn't think was genuinely dope. So when I came up with the Shark's Tooth one, I was like, yeah, this is a good way to get people involved. We can give people a piece of history, allow them to help us preserve history, and even come and find some history yourself if you want so it's just like everyone i've talked to about it's like yeah that sounds fucking awesome even if you don't want to buy the nft you should like root for this project because otherwise a neighborhood's going to get built there and all the fossils that are there are going to get destroyed like there's no fossil conservation whatsoever going on in florida yet they're allowing mosaic to rip apart hundreds of thousands of acres and we can't go hunt for fossils on the spoil piles there because it's a liability so it's just like the whole space I don't know. They're contributing to the death of Florida. They're destroying fossils. They're not letting us hunt for fossils. So we're just like, hey, you want to support us? We're going to buy some acres. And you can come hang out with us, too. So, like, I don't know, starting small. And ideally, we'd like to open fossil farms between here all the way up to South Carolina to where people can keep doing it. Because I think that a lot of people are going to want to come and do this once we open these places. So. Hell yeah, they would. Yeah. That's a fucking great idea. Now, where where do people find that? Are they, are you gonna post on your YouTube It'll be channel? On my socials, yeah, on your channel? yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> I, I like I said, like I'm not trying to do this to make a bunch of money. I'm one of the only projects that's actually going to like Soldier Boy <laughs> use the money to do something cool. Like yeah. you can be able to see us buy the land and first strike ground and you know start excavating and whatnot. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just everybody's out here just trying to. You should just make it a pump and dump. Yeah, that'd be super tight, right? Yeah, yeah. Cool. make a yeah. fuckload of money on the shark's teeth. At least people get the shark's teeth, so it won't be like super <laughs> ripped off. Hey, you know, uh, honestly, I'm not worried about the use case afterwards. I feel like that's just a bonus. I feel like, like over time, people who want to come hunt are gonna buy up from people that just wanted the teeth. You know, because obviously, once 
when we release the project, people are going to buy it just to get the teeth and then immediately going to try to sell off the NFT because they have no interest in finding the teeth. But right. I don't know. I think it'll be really cool. I'm excited about it. And I, I, I want to take my time and make sure everything's in perfect order before we release it to the public to make sure, you know, everything works properly and it is what it is. See what happens. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Cool, bro. Well, thanks for doing this. Boom. Thank you guys for having me. It's Boom. I can't believe Randall Round Carlson two. was here. I'm going to have to check that yeah. out. I can't, believe you, I can't believe you didn't fucking see it. I can't believe You got to watch it. It was a good one. Everyone hasn't liked and subscribed yet. Like and subscribe to the Juke Squad on YouTube. <laughs> no, Concrete Podcast. Concrete Podcast. I'm here for baby. this, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, bro. Well, thanks yeah. again. I appreciate it. I'll, I'll see you thanks. in two and a half years. See you in the metaverse. In the next one, yeah. <laughs>